Howdy, folks. Welcome to episode seven of Selection Night with Chef and Tomo. It's the end of the world as we know it's special. Uh, we're coming to you again from a lockdown bubble um, all over the shop. I'm sitting here in uh, cold Modbury. Tangles is sitting in a beautiful hotel room in the Ibis, and Tomo is up in the uh, in the in the hills of Adelaide. And yep. shortly we'll be bringing in yeah, up in Heathfield. That's it. And shortly we'll be bringing Brad, our correspondent, in from northern New South Wales. So it's all happening. Um, as you can tell, we're ever innovating here, and we're bringing you the best of us or the best of local sport. Uh, proudly brought to you by Viva Teamwear, the most comfortable teamwear available. Um, so if you want your sporting body to look great and feel comfortable, then Viva Teamwear is uh, is where it's at. So we'll get into the show uh, in a minute, but one man I know who's jumping out of his skin to be here tonight is my man Tomo. How are you, legend? I'm very well, mate. I'm very well. Um, had a had a big week at home in lockdown yes. um, because yep. I am yep. I am casually employed at the moment. So um, they said, right, okay, we're locked down, casuals out. So on my bike. Um, oh, that's all right. I had lots to do at home, mate. Lots to do at home. Yep. Ticking a few boxes, getting a few yep. brownie points. Um, yeah, so no, it's good. Yeah. yeah, mate, it's it's been really good. It, um, I've got heaps heaps of stuff on the go at home. And heaps of stuff going well, so so that's handy. Yes. And trying to keep abreast of what's going on with the lockdowns here in Adelaide, and um, trying to work out what's going on with sport. There's a whole lot going down with a lot of football and soccer competitions. The winter sports have been hit pretty hard, and there's a lot of volunteers. I'm sure working double shifts at the moment, trying to work out what draws and um, point allocations and everything like that. I'll um, I'll touch on that a little bit later with Hills Footy, unless you want me to go into that now, Mick, I can. Well, well, yeah, well, I was just about to say, I think that's the big key point here is uh, we're promoting local sport, which is run by volunteers. And oh, with definitely. COVID putting a massive, uh, well, I guess, a spanner in the works, it's thrown all the competitions out of whack. There's games missing. There were some midweek games that were scheduled already, and they've been thrown into turmoil. So I think there's some some competitions that have had to push back the, the grand final. Uh, and then yes. we'll put more midweek games into play, which means teams can't train as much. But um, oh, wow. I know playing, playing would have to be training for the players. So, oh, you know, definitely. you win some, you lose some. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, massive kudos. I think today uh, we can do a big uh, shout-out to all of the sporting clubs, volunteers, the, uh, the the secretaries, the treasurers, the presidents and chairmen, and the people that do the uh, the grounds and 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 all those people behind the scenes that make sporting clubs tick. So yeah, yeah. Um, there's probably there's probably a few grounds around the place that are actually groundskeepers that would probably be pretty happy that they're not yeah. getting as much sport played on their ovals at the moment because we yeah. have had. Yeah. 
bucket loads of rain. So, Absolutely. Um, and I, I hope it's good for the farmers. I hope those creeks are running for all you yep. farmers out there. They say that's a pretty good uh, litmus test. If the creeks are running well, that means the ground's got enough water in it. So that's, yeah, that, I like that. I've picked that up from a from a few guys. Um, yeah, one Stephen Duke told me that the the guy oh. the ump the chicken umpire from Clare. He He's said that's a man of good. many talents. He yeah, is, man. mate. He is. He is. Yeah. Um, and so, like, just touching on the hills footy, I'm just having a look at the update they posted on Facebook, and yep. Um, yep. they're they're going to obviously resume not this week but next week on August the seventh. And all games from rounds 14 and 15, which were the 24th and 31st of July, they'll be recorded as draws. And the rescheduling of these rounds is unrealisable due to the conflicts with HFL, SANFL and AFL grand final dates. So it was just too hard to try and squeeze something in the middle. and have and still keep a, a reasonable finals result because you don't want to shorten the finals. You don't want to make it a top four from a top five or anything like that. You don't want to do that to the competition. So, yeah, so the finals will go ahead as planned in the hills at this stage. Um, yeah, so um, there's a few things that have come out of the findings by hills because apparently they have said that um, the if they had a buy they get two points and if they had if they were recognised a draw they only get one point each and there's a bit of uproar about that on Facebook but mm. I won't go into that too much but but um, yeah it, it must be really tricky for the coordinators um, and the admins of like local footy leagues and. Things like that. I'm definitely not having a go at the Hills Footy League here. No, not um, at all. No, not at all. Um, and like, it must be so difficult to work out what is the best thing to do when you when you have an interruption right in the because yeah. it's getting down to people are buying for final Absolutely. spots, and and especially in a situation where, for argument's sake, if we were playing on opposite teams, and we're coming around to round. I guess the second round where I played you at your home ground in the first round and yeah. I got absolutely towed up by you guys the first time around. Come this time around, I'm thinking, oh, man, we're going to cop it again. And then, holy moly, we've got a buy, so we both get a point. Yeah. Um, you're not going to be happy, but I'm going to be happy about that because, yeah, yeah. you know, that might yeah. get us into the final. Yeah, yeah. And there's a few there's a few sides that it won't favour, and there are some that will. But that mm. is the nature of sport. At the end of the day, you are at a bit of a lap of the gods of nature. Um, Correct. Like in, in cricket, you can have washouts. Um, yeah. Football has not been affected by those kind of things very much, but in the last couple of seasons, they've been decimated with COVID. So mm. um, I'm sure there's a lot of guys out there that are pulling their hairs out. Yep. Worked so hard to keep a nice, even, consistent competition, and it must be it must be really hard. So, a big shout out to all those people who who are yeah. trying to sort things out in the fairest possible way. And I'm sure they yeah. do look at everyone's 
like position. And but you can't. I, I'm sure you can't displease everybody, as you just pointed no, out. Mick. That's right. Especially if it's a case where it's a home and away season, and you've already had the like the home game, and this is the return match. There's no way that these this round or the rounds that have been lost can be dictated fairly. Yeah, um, correct. If it was, if you played, even if you played everybody through once, um, and you missed one, yeah, you could be playing the top team that's been pantsing everybody, yeah. and get a draw. Yeah, um, well, that's, well, that's like, like I've touched on in the last couple of weeks up in River Murray Footy League, that mm-hmm. clash of the titans that we were looking forward to, Jervois and Taylor and Bend. Well, that's now recorded as a draw. In the River oh. Murray Footy League, so wow. so that builds even more tension going yep. through to the major round. They won't play each other before the major round because they're not yeah. rescheduling. They are just going through with the other rounds. So and um, they get around about the same kind of teams to play in the next three weeks, but. Um, yeah, like, but they don't play each other. They're they're sitting second and top on eleven wins, one loss each, and so they must have played each other at some stage during the season because mm. um, there's only seven teams up there. But yep. well, to not have that clash just coming out a month from finals. And now they've only got three rounds left, and then they're going to be in the in the big dance. It's it's going to be and, it's going to be good. Yeah, and, and taking nothing away. Absolutely, taking nothing away from the other teams in the competition. I guess the best outcome would be if they met in the grand final and were able to duke yeah. it out for the big prize. Yeah, well, they'll probably they have a top five up there, so they have a um, top gets a week off. So yeah. I think they do anyway. I'm pretty sure they do. I, I please let us know out there, listeners, if I'm uh, yep. incorrect. <laughs> as and we I'm do happy love to a bit of feedback. Yeah, yep. and I'm happy to fall on my sword as all cricket umpires are. We get Absolutely. one wrong, we've got to own up to it. We've talked about that yep. before at length, haven't we, Nick? Yep. So yep. Yep. There. put it in your back pocket and move on. Yeah, but we also that brings up obviously as Mick touched on before when he was saying about um, volunteers like. Get those club legend nominations in, um, we because we just don't want Andy Adams to win it because he's the only nomination. So that's right. <laughs> and, and Rebel Sport have chipped in. They've chipped in a hundred dollars and a trophy. Yeah. So we've got some good stuff to give away here. And and Rebel that's Sport it. have been really generous, and we thank yeah. them for the for the uh, for the input. And. Um, yeah, I think we'll find we'll find a few more legends. That's for sure. I think yeah, um, yeah. we might have to scour up some more uh, club support from from our local our local clubs. Um, but nothing that we can't we can't manage, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, right on. So, oh, do we need to talk about footy tips? <laughs> Actually, I, I haven't done mine, but there's not a game tonight, is there? There's only tomorrow night. Um, okay. Who have we got? Now, and just on that, on that, we're talking about admin. 
Yeah. AFL are doing an awesome job of trying to keep this competition up and running <laughs> with the chaos that's happened. <laughs> oh, chaos is really accurate. Oh, um, unbelievable. Like, they've got um, – they had games that were going to be here in Adelaide. They're hoping that they can get the showdown back here next week. Um, and I mean, it would be interesting if we have to have a showdown in Queensland. <laughs> that'd be that'd be in front of about twenty five people, I reckon. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, mate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there'd be I a few. There'd be a few mad Adelaide and Crows and poor people up there. I'd oh yeah. Uh, there are um, everywhere. There are everywhere. Absolutely, you can't escape. Yeah. But um, well, it'd be nice to have it home at home. Um, yeah, but they reckon there might not be any crowd. Yeah, better so, than in front of somebody. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But anyway, yeah. that's for AFL to work out. Apparently, yeah, they've lost countless millions of dollars um, through crowds not not going to the footy and and um, sponsorship and stuff like that. So yeah, not good. Well, no, it's not unavoidable, unfortunately. But um, yeah, yeah, you'd you'd rather have um, no crowds at all than no television gap revenue. So yeah, um, yeah. But, but yeah, anyway, the, TV, the TV, the TV revenue keeps them going, doesn't it? Doesn't it? It um, certainly does. All right. So tomorrow night you've got St Kilda versus Carlton. So that's an eighty-nine percent tipping towards St Kilda. Oh, mate, um, you'd be mad to tip Carlton. Mad. Eleven percent of people have. So that's wow. not that's not too shabby. So I'm going to give that game to St Kilda by twenty-eight points. Yep. Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully, in uh, I'm playing in Supercoach finals. Hopefully, Jack Steele can score 200 Supercoach points Jeez. and just towel him up because <laughs> he'll he'll Maybe I'll he definitely have I'll definitely have vice captain on him. <laughs> Not captain. <laughs> no, captain? no, I'll go, I'll go the vice and play the loophole and um, uh-huh. yeah, just in case, just in case he gets injured in the first five minutes and gets ten. You got. Uh, you can have a double dip. You see. So right, yeah. right, right. Okay. No. Well, I don't think there'll be any double dipping with the Western Bulldogs and Adelaide. Ninety-eight percent of the people are tipping Western Bulldogs. Don't blame so, them. You know where I'm going with that one. Oh, mate, we all are. Geelong and North Melbourne. Um, are North Melbourne still in the competition? Geelong, ninety-seven percent. Right. People going North for Geelong. Melbourne. North Melbourne have been going a lot the last couple of weeks, mate. I know. What is going on, though? 3%. Um, yeah. I just, I guess I've got a few vocal North Melbourne lunatic friends, and they always seem to be unhappy. Um, oh, yeah. Um, Saturday, 2.40, the afternoon game, Melbourne versus Gold Coast. 95% of people are going for Melbourne. So the Suns have dropped off the face of the planet too. Oh, yeah, they have. And then after that one, or even halfway through that one, West Coast Eagles are playing Collingwood, and then 79% of people are going for West Coast Eagles. Yeah. And 83% of people are going for the Swans against Essendon, and I'm a Swan man, so I'll be on the Swans. Go the Swans. Um, Yep, Brisbane Lions, 89%. Wow. Against they all look like Warcraft this week, aren't they? 
They do. It doesn't look like there's much um, much going on here. Uh, GWS are only at 16% to beat Port Adelaide. They're at 84%, so um, Port Adelaide for me. The closest yeah. one is Richmond and Fremantle with 69 yeah, to 30. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the last game of the round. And I better make sure I hit safe. So Okay. All good uh, with that means there's gonna be some upsets, I'm sure. Correspondent to come in from anywhere. It doesn't have to be from Adelaide, it can be from Melbourne. So our friends across the border, if you're interested in promoting your own uh, league, whether it be football, soccer, Aussie rules, cricket, badminton table tennis or whatever, we're interested in having you on the show and promoting the sport that you um, are passionate about. So um, bring it on. That's it, mate. Great stuff, Mick. All right. Um, So we've got the uh, iTunes segment of the week, the Facebook post of the week. Um, Now, this one comes to us from uh, Adelaide Amateur Footy um, to, to give you a little bit of a... A background to the story. The ball was coming down the forward flank and it's now gone out into the pocket and the full forward or, or guy in the front pocket's taken the mark and the poor old defender lost his man with a bit of poor defending, but then the siren blew. So he's probably about 30 metres out from goal. It's well inside the 50 and he's lining up to kick the goal at a reasonable angle um, to win the game. They're two points behind. And the vision comes in and he boots the ball right into the guy on the mark's face and breaks the poor old fella's nose. It's the best thing you'll ever see. Um, They interviewed the guy um, and they, like you said, it was the best broken nose he's ever had. Yeah, definitely. and he won the game. Blood everywhere. Um, and it was quite a remarkable story. Have you got any more to add to that one? Me? No, not really. Yeah. Not really. That that was that was one that definitely took the cake. Unbelievable stuff. And mate, the 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 guy just coming in to kick the ball, just got far too close to the man on the mark. Didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All he, all he had to do, he only had to kick from like eight or nine metres out, the man on the mark. So Yeah, actually oh, it was two. It was only like ten metres out. Yeah. Um, Unbelievable. Okay, so I'm going to, I think one of the best things, so 9-11 played 9-13, so they're two points behind. And it's the it's the most ridiculous thing you'll ever see. Um, and the best thing about Facebook, apart from the video footage, are the comments. <laughs> I wonder if this is going to make the front bar. Like this, literally should be. Oh yeah, yeah, um, on the front bar. You, yeah. And it's the it's absolute crack up. Um, yeah, yeah, mate. It's 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 a comedy of errors. Yeah, and the players all come around 
and try and see a man that got his nose broken. He's just lying there bleeding on the ground. Yeah, you know? I'd be having a week off just so that you can lap it up on the sideline. Yeah, mate. Yeah, for sure. We should share that on Shep's page, Shep's Tomo's page. We should. Um, did you just lose me for a second? I did. I, I tried to have a look at the video to get a bit of commentary happening, but. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I might have undone myself. So, so there was another Facebook post that caught my eye yep. during during the week. Um, there was um, our our umpiring mate Conrad Date um, yes. put a video into Sarah Fry that she, our umpiring manager, our esteemed leader, bowing, mm-hmm. bowing, um, <laughs> and um, she she shared it on on our site. And it was a ball being bowled. Batsman leaves the ball, I think, or did he play it? I can't remember. But behind, no, he played it. He played back a bit. And the commentators were leaning towards, he played deep in his crease. He's trodden on his stumps. But what's happened is he's played backward defence. And the stumps, the, the spirit of cricket, as someone yes. so admirably put it in the comments, um, which was very funny, um, yeah. has has wobbled the stump and the bale's fallen off and not got anywhere near it. So, yeah. No. So, that oh, was unbelievable. He, he, he was a foot away from it and the bale just came off. Now, yeah. my sneaking suspicion is that it was a dodgy hole. That the stump was in. Yeah, that, was, that was a very good re- revelation from you. I thought, young Mick, thank you. Sir. Very astute, very astute of you to come up with that. I thought there's always a logical explanation for something. Yeah. I believe. Um, yeah, yeah. But you know, did the ghost get the wicket for bold or stumped? That's the other yeah. question. I know. <laughs> I think the batsman was not out, mate. Play on. That's right. That's it. Um, but it was a good little bit of uh, bit of commentary there uh, yeah, by yeah. the by the umpires, and and well done, Conrad, for uh, for bringing it up too. He's brought up some good stuff, our man Conrad. Yeah, he does. Starch twirler, the K man. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Righto. Okay. Right. So I guess we move into this Spotify Shep soccer rap. Yes, um, definitely, mate. So we'll move into the Sassel Premier League on Saturday, the Premier A League. So the same thing. We, we're not playing this weekend. And I believe the Sassel are uh, meeting either tonight or tomorrow night to discuss the the situation of what's happened and who's playing who. Um, but the scheduled games for this weekend which um, are going to be missed, I'm assuming. So yeah. the games that are going to get played this weekend um, are postponed. They're all yeah, postponed yeah. until further notice. But next weekend, which is round 14, is uh, shaping up to be a pretty good round in that USC Lions are hosting BOSA and the Adelaide Titans are hosting MA Hawks. Murray Bridge are hosting Old Ignatians. Salisbury Villa are hosting the Adelaide Red Blue Eagles. Salisbury Villa are in desperate need of a win. Um, and Modbury Jets are hosting St. Peter's, Old Scholars. 
So, so that's scheduled me, for next week, is it, Mick? That's scheduled for next week, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so but that could be subject to change if the league decides that they possible, need yeah. well, to look at yeah. different fixtures, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm assuming by the, the, the news that's been floating around the soccer circles is that they're going to be scheduling midweek games. So okay. a lot of our training sessions are going to be games instead, which is going wow. to make life difficult because you don't have as many hours during the week as you do on the weekend. Um, yeah, to organise the game, yeah. Yeah. Just uh, sneaking through the ladder, Modbury Jets are still uh, on top by four points, again, ahead of Adelaide Red Blue Eagles followed by USC Lions and then Adelaide Titans with Old Ignatians reigned. Um, which, you know, it's it's shaping up. There's a few big games uh, this weekend coming up. And then we move into the SANFL Inclusive League. Um, and they're in the same boat, obviously. They're, they're missing this weekend. Um, but going through the current ladder... The Eastern Park uh, team are sitting quite proudly on 12 points with a winning percentage of 80.3, with Kenilworth coming second on 10 points. Um, and as we were saying a few weeks ago, the, the competition looks like it's going to be a two-horse race between Eastern Park and Kenilworth, um, mm. who have been pretty dominant in that competition with Christie's Beach and Goodwood Saints and Salisbury making up the other teams with Salisbury not able to get a victory just yet. Um, then we hop into the Women's State League. Um, Modbury Vista are currently sitting first, equal points, but a goal difference that's um, got them comfortably on top against, uh, well, not against, but with WT Bacala sitting second. Um, South Adelaide third with the Flinders Flames on fourth and Adelaide Jaguars rounding out the top five. And then there's a gap between the top five and the bottom three with Cove, Modbury Jets and White City uh, rounding out the bottom part of the table there. Um, getting on to the Elizabethan District Junior League, the committee at the EDJCA are uh, meeting on the 2nd of August. So they're going to discuss what's happening or what's happened with the league. And it sounds like there's going to be midweek games um, there as well. They're not very... Uh, they're not very keen to move the finals because they run two competitions at the same time. So we have the normal league and the cup and the, the season's scheduled around the cup final. And they don't like to have games played after the cup final. That's normally the traditional end of the season. So it'll be interesting to see what they do regarding the cup final um, and whether or not they're going to move that. So I guess like all the other competitions, we have to wait and see about what the associations decide. Yeah, for sure. For sure. it's There's a lot of thinking caps that need to go on to try and keep everyone 
I suppose you can never please everyone. I think please no. is the wrong word, but I think you've yeah. got to be fair. I think you've, yeah. fair is a very good word to be used in this circumstance, I think. And as long as yeah. you've taken into account fairness, I think that's all they can do, really. That is, yeah. Like the situation that my team's in that I coach is that the two games that we've missed are against yep. the two bottom teams. Right. Um, now, goal yeah, so they, 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 they hurt big time. I mean, we'll pretty yeah. much guarantee the the six points. But yep. it's, and And we're in the lucky position that the goal difference doesn't really hurt us because we've got a pretty big goal difference already. So we don't yeah. need to improve that to, to make it against a team that's on level points. But Yeah, um, for sure. They're up against better teams where there's a chance they could lose, which would hurt us as well. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping as a coach that they play the games midweek so that we have a chance to to take the points. I'm just a little bit greedy and yeah. not very competitive at all. <laughs> it's I not guess, like you to be competitive, mate. Not, not at all. That's right. Um, and I guess speaking of um, our personal rivalry, so to speak, potentially even yeah. regarding the, uh, the the veterans cricket, which is coming up. Um, even this latest COVID round has affected the over fifties competition. Um, yeah which was scheduled to be the over 50s uh, national competition was supposed to be held here in Adelaide in yeah, I'm just, November. Yeah, I'm just looking at the post now on Facebook, yeah. Yeah. And now and it's in February, yeah. It is now in February, which um, just being a, a little bit selfish, if I may, um, before <laughs> it was scheduled, if it meant I was ineligible. But now that it's been rescheduled to next year, that makes me eligible. Yeah. So I might awesome. um yeah, I might might hopefully get a gig. And if all goes well, um my man Patrick uh Peter Patterson from New South Wales, he comes over for it because he has been the New South Wales over fifties wicket keeper. And yeah. it'll be good to catch up with him um and nice. go into battle. Yeah, uh, for sure. A fellow fellow wicket keeper and a member, paid up member of the wicket keepers union. Yeah. Um, and hopefully it all goes ahead. So we obviously have to wait and see between now and then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It'll be interesting stuff, Mick. I know. I can't wait. But um, obviously with these things, when you're really hoping that uh, you get into it, but when it comes around, uh, it goes really quickly, and then you kind of sad that it's all over. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm hoping it happens uh, any time and, and the seasons continue to roll. And as always, we, uh, we, we're thinking of, of our friends in New South Wales, um, especially, yeah. uh, and, and they're still in lockdown and they're going to be in, in extended lockdown until 28th of August. So their season is effectively ruined. Um, yeah, I think they can nearly give up on the season now, which is a real shame. Because yeah. you know, I think sport is one of the biggest 
um, biggest factors in, in helping your mental health and getting away from reality. So let's, um, let's see if we can continue the love for, uh, for all our friends who are suffering around the globe and in, in Australia with, uh, with this COVID. So with any luck, we can that's get it, things that's going. It. Um, yeah, so I think that's just about it, eh? I think so, mate. Um, yeah. Look, just because of, of last week's miss, um, I just want to say a, a big thank you to a couple of weeks ago to Iron Bank Cherry Gardens Footy Club for having us. Absolutely. Um, I know the audio wasn't smashing, but that's fine. And, look, um, the guys had a great club day. They did get up and beat Kersbrook, so that Even was better. awesome. So well done to Wary and, and the lads out there. And the B grade didn't find as well, so bad luck to Wobbles there. But, um, yeah, th- there was a whole host of dignitaries at Iron Bank to open nice. officially the club room. So, yeah, no, it was a really big day on, on the club. And well, they got in just you know, before COVID shut us down. So yeah, that, that was even better. Perfect timing there. And I think yeah. as well that with the audio being – a bit scratchy, that will give us a good excuse to come back and uh, and honour the club with another crack at the title to um, to see if we yeah, can definitely. on our outside broadcast talents or, yeah, yeah. or um, tech, let's say techniques rather than talents. But yeah. um, we'll, we'll definitely be on the improve and learning our craft. Yeah, that's it. That's it for sure. We're learning so, all the time, Mick. It's just like I'm buying a bigot, isn't it? That sure is. You know, we learn from our mistakes and hopefully uh, not upset the pundits too much and they'll welcome us back. So uh, that's what it's all about. So uh, with that being said, we've got absolutely no idea what's happening next week. Um, However, we will will put together a show for you. Absolutely. Um, Also, we'd like to thank Viva Teamwear, the, the station sponsor, uh, Rebel Sport, Blue Steel Cricket, um, and also all the podcasting um, uh, little podcasting platforms that we use as well. So we go through Anchor and Spotify, Radio Public and iTunes and all that good stuff. So um, Google Podcasts will, will have it on there as well. Um, and, yeah, as always, folks, if you enjoy the show, tell tell somebody. Just tell one person. If an extra person <laughs> listens to the show, that'll be great. Um, yeah, so, definitely, yeah. definitely. Awesome. And, um, and as always, thank you, Tangles, for your uh, for your work and Tomo, legendary work again, sir. Thank you again. <laughs> no, it's a pleasure, Mick. It's a pleasure. I yeah, I keep um, trying to to bring us new and different things and and hopefully a few of those Facebook updates brighten up your day um, and keep an eye out on the Facebook site, uh, our selection night. So Absolutely. we'll put those videos up there so you can have a bit of a laugh. That's what it's all about. It's all about. Alrighty. Thanks, folks. We'll see you all next week. See you next week, buddy.